from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors, here at beautiful Panavista Vista Lodge. Without with, Braden, we hope we it. hope he's uh, having a good time on vacation. Out well there deserved in Louisiana. Well, he is having a good time, man. I saw it on Facebook. He's even done Facebook Live. He's well, all we, over the place. Uh, we can all get a word in edgewise too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for the most part. But love you, buddy. Miss you, you know, it it, <laughs> it is. I think the only time I've seen him take off when there isn't a funeral. Hmm? Yeah, I've filled so that's, in. For, that's I've amazing. Filled, I've filled in for him, I think, twice because of that in 12 years. Yeah. But. Well, and that's, uh, hey, uh, this, this is his baby. So, I mean, that's, you know, how yeah. that goes. But but we're helping keep it tied down till it gets back. Yeah. But it just takes four of us to take care of one job for one person. <laughs> so that's, but now we, we've got uh, Miss Beth sitting here with us from the Sumter County Sheriff's Office. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can, 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 can you tell us what you fine ladies are out here doing for us today? Well, we are out here to support support the tournament. Um, I am the community outreach. I am the community outreach coordinator for the sheriff's office, and Mary is my uh, community outreach assistant. And what we're doing is we have uh, we have. St- different uh items for them to win they get to spin the wheel and um whether they they spin it and um get a fish they get tackle um if they get the big catch they may win a rod and reel or a tackle box full of tackle so we just tried to um do something to maybe get them to the tent to the sheriff's office tent sometimes sometimes in the community the kids do not partake to the sheriff's office as much as we would like them to. Mm-hmm. So we always try to make a big impact and, and kind of bring them to our tent, you know, catch their eye a little bit. Yes. And and I bet you that differs community to community. I hope yes, it here does. I hope here it, with the, the people that are coming out to do fishing that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is a lot better received. You yes. Know? I'm sure it will be. I mean, we do. It just depends what events. Um Lake Pan is uh, one of the communities that we have a little. It's a little more trying mm-hmm. for the sheriff's office. They're they're not as uh, the kids aren't as well. <laughs> as, you know, receptive. receptive. Yeah, they're not as receptive to us. But but it gets better and better. You know, unfortunately, the pandemic has been a little rough because we haven't been able to get out in the community. The more you're out in the community, the better it gets. Correct. You know, the more you're able to interact with them and even our deputies are able to interact and hopefully the deputies are going to come out and come back and forth and and that makes a difference. Sure. Now, other than like doing the Panfish Challenge, Mm -hmm. what are some of the other events that you guys normally like to show up at and um, we have a few of our own events. We just finished an uh, annual fishing tournament. We mm-hmm. had to cancel it last year. We just we just finished that. Uh, we we actually uh, profited sixty sixty thousand dollars from that golf tournament, and all that money goes into our benevolent fund, which 
which in return goes to the youth of Sumter County, goes to the youth of the kids. So that's what that's what money pays for, like, the stuff we do here. Um, it pays for scholarships, uh, anything, anything yeah. that uh, to do with the children. So um, we do that. Uh, we do uh, summer programs. It's the summertime, so we'll do kids and cops programs, mm-hmm. any of the summer camps. We bring our vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids get to come and look through our vehicles and, again, interact with the deputies, which makes a big difference. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I saw, I saw an event where they actually bought the sheriff's helicopter out and were letting kids um, sit in the helicopter, which was really cool. Yes, we um, we do that. Um, uh, we have a uh, we actually are helping with an event over towards the villages um, the end of this month, and the helicopter yeah. will be there. And it's called a touch truck. So they have a bunch of different vehicles. We yeah. brought it, but, and they get the kids get to touch it, and it's to raise money for one of the ball teams. Yeah, man, I wanted to sit in it. Yeah, take a well, yeah. Talk, man. <laughs> yep. You know. Well, and I know, and you talk about like the villages and stuff like that. And we were at the cat. I was just at the Cattlemen's Convention this last week, mm-hmm. and I know one thing that they're talking about, and maybe you can speak to this, is the fact that we've got anywhere between nine hundred and a thousand people a day that are moving into this state. Yes. And I mean, have y'all seen a very big influx in this area of people? Or yes. Yes. And, and I'm sure, like, how's the outreach? Like, what kind of things are you guys trying to do for that? As far as we 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 do as much we do a lot of outreach, and we do a lot of outreach in the villages. Uh, we have a lot of different programs in the villages. Um, of course, uh, there for the older people we have you know we have our youth we have our older people uh we have programs um our viola life program that yes, we ma'am. we introduced to them that's uh, a program that the sheriff's office started uh, we go to talk to the people that move into the villages uh it is a, a small pill bottle empty pill bottle um we give them information they get to put all their information on a piece of paper put it in that bottle and it's got some stickers on it they put that sticker in in the window in their window or on the refrigerator uh that way if we get a call and they're unresponsive and we go in there or our amr paramedics go in there and they see that sticker they know that there's a bottle in there with any of their medical information. Mm-hmm. So if they're unresponsive, they know, okay, well, this person has heart condition. They have this. We, we shouldn't do this. What they're taking do, this medicine. Yeah, so that's been a uh, – that's that's great. And and probably I would say over half the villagers probably are on that. For, for somebody that's had to take a few ambulance rides in the yes. last couple months, that's a, it's a big, lot of good information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have a, a peace of mind program. Um, some some of the folks that, that move in there uh, – they're there for a while. They may have a spouse that have passed. They're by themselves, um, mm-hmm. and they're but they're not ready to stay away from. They're not ready to move away from their home. They're mm-hmm. independent still. Uh, so people are worried about that. They're, you know, neighbors are worried. So we have a program where we have uh, volunteers that work at the sheriff's office, and they will call them at a certain time each day. If they don't answer, we send a deputy out. So that's a, a wonderful program. Mm-hmm. So we go out and we talk a lot about these things. And I bet you they wait for that phone call. They do. They, they probably look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. They, they do, do look forward because they get to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, um, we, we do a lot of different programs. It just depends what group yeah. we're talking to. Well, and now, so. like, Carlos is – I wouldn't call you a transplant because you've been here too long, but yeah, people. Well, it's going to be we've, twenty years. Soon. We've had we've had people. I, I always love it 
and maybe you could tell me tell me what kind of responses you guys have. I always love it when we get people, obviously northern and stuff like that, that move down here because one thing that we live in a great state, mm-hmm. great sheriffs, deputies, and mm-hmm. everything else, and it's always funny to see people from other states. I guess you could say how the the laws are different and everything mm-hmm. else, and then when they come to Florida, have you guys really seen? Is it hard for an adjustment or kind of an adjustment period, or do y'all have ways of helping them kind of understand there are uh, certain things you can and can't do? And I think there's there's ways. I mean, there's uh, a lot of times it's it's an adjust it's an adjustment for um, for the people in our county, mm-hmm. and but it's also an adjustment for for the folks that are moving here. Mm-hmm. It just depends, you know. They have a way of doing things where they're from, and. A lot more restrictions up north. Yes. So, so you they know. Expect, they expect the mm-hmm. restrictions here. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. what, what actually irritates me sometimes, instead of adapting and, and conforming or, 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 you know, just going with the flow, they want to bring some of the stuff that they actually left mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, Change impose Florida. that here. And I'm like, no, what, what's working here has been working. Just get Why with did the program, you leave? You know? <laughs> I listed yeah. my uh, – I, I had a, a home in – Tampa, I listed it for sale, and I'll bet you out of the 100 phone calls I got, 60 of them for, for New York, New Massachusetts, yeah. New Jersey, wanting to buy down here. They and, want and, to leave. And they have the funds. That's oh, yes. full. I, I got I sold, cash offers. What I sold my house for, you buy two down here, okay? Mm-hmm. Just, just uh, So when you come down here, like, what? How much? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. I'm on that. Mine have been yeah. mostly cash offers. Yeah, that's what they say. That uh, even the uh, the people that are moving now, you know, a lot of people um, think that you know they're going to wait. That it uh, that with things being so expensive, uh, lumber, all that, but they don't care. Nope. They've That's because they the got money. a lot of money. They've got well, the money. They're retired. So, they've got the money. They've sold their home for three times more three than times what we got. More, yeah, yeah. And they're ready to come down well, and ready to get away from yeah. what's going and, on. And, Miss Beth, we appreciate what all you guys do. And Lord knows that the sheriffs, y'all deserve. I can't, I can't go into it, but we appreciate you sitting down and well, talking with you. us. So yeah, we, thank you. I hear music, which means we got to go to break. So we're here at Panda Vista Lodge, Big and Wild Outdoors. Come out and see us today. Brought to you by Brendan Ford. We'll see y'all next break. Lopez, Mike Singleton, Bill George. We got Pops bouncing around here. He's helping out Cook. George is over there doing Hibachi King, slinging eggs and bacon, and we got all kinds of stuff. Michelle's buying raffle tickets like it's going out of style. Max, like, just tearing everything up. It's it's awesome. Out here at Go, beautiful 
Panda Vista Lodge. We got Lake a little Panasofke. breeze. We got a little breeze going on, so I'll take. How it. could you not want a better morning than this? I mean, other than being in a boat catching fish, like, you know, sitting out tree stand somewhere. I mean, what what do you want to do? Um, you can't I, beat it. I like these cloudy, overcast days. Actually, I really do. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Swa- swallow it. I thought you were trying to feed me or something. Swallow it. <laughs> swallow it. Don't talk with your mouth full <clears throat> live on air. So there we go. <laughs> but you finished? You got it down? I got it down. Got well, it down. I was trying to. I was trying to. Uh, <laughs> I look over and I'm midway, and Jonathan trying to push a microphone in my mouth. What? Hey, we. What? You want this? Yeah. Thank okay. You. The beautiful day out here. Uh, little we're a little warm. distracted. We have food, bacon, egg. You know, no, I'm but, not distracted. I'm just laughing at y'all because y'all always harass me when I'm sitting there trying to take my <laughs> but, You know, we, we talk about a lot of things. We have a lot of good fun in that out there. But um, I, want, I want to get a little serious just for a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, um, we, we turn around. We all enjoy the outdoors, and we all enjoy going out there and being around the water. Here in the Tampa Bay area, we just recently had a couple people who drowned they were out there. There's warning signs about not swimming. They get caught in rip current. And then a good Samaritan goes out there to try and help them, and they ended up succumbing yeah. to the water also. And and so we really got to be careful out there. You know, a lot of times, you know, I laugh. You know, they put a, a fence up around a retention pond, but, you know, it's out there because there's, you know, they're trying to protect the people and save the people. We really need to be careful with those rip currents. They can take you out and take you away from where you can get to get to shore and, and, well, and whatnot. And your kids, like we were saying when we were down there at the beach, you know, your kids, pay attention to them because, like Bill's saying, you get some of these kids that get out there in those rip currents and stuff like that, and, I mean, it's – It, it only takes a second. It's and, that fast. And you don't have to be that deep to get, get no. uh, yanked out. You can, you can be – knee deep and it whips through there and you're gone knocks and you off your feet and there you go and, and that's you, one of the things even McKinley. if you're a strong swimmer right yep it'll yep. give you a problem right yep. like mckinley it, we if she's out in that water any knee deeper than knee deep you and you're like hey you saw the dad even uh, uh perish but i am not letting her out there by herself especially with our waters our waters change so fast the minute you're out there you could be chest deep and not feel a thing 30 seconds later well, it's whipping and i think and personally i know we talk about requirements because god knows now and your world's best to talk about this is there's requirements you got to have a requirement to have a boat license you got a requirement to have this you got a requirement to have that i mean personally i think if you're gonna come into the state vacation do anything like that you should be required to a certain point. What? what? Who's going to require you? The government? Hey. Eddie. <laughs> oh, 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 Mister! I want. I don't want the government. <laughs> Good job. I, you just start, I knew I'd get him started. started. No, but I'm, what beehive. I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, and I. Oh, should, yeah. And I'm not. Yeah, you, I want to see how you thread this needle. What? I was <laughs> saying required. The government involved. I, I was saying required because I don't have Braden here to get fired up. So I'm seeing if I could get you to start spitting and Wait, slinging. Watch say, out, Jonathan. They're going to no, close swimming season soon but, if you keep talking about it. But. <laughs> 
there's a lot of things out there, and I know you know FWC. Doesn't FWC offer programs for people for swimming and stuff yeah, like I don't that? know that FWC offers that. A lot of YMCA's, YMCA's and a lot stuff of that. Like, but, but find some place to go. we got somebody sitting here at the table who can't swim. He's from the Bronx. You know, and, and but he goes out, he enjoys it. But what does he do? He Safe. takes the precautions Cautions. necessary because he knows he can't swim. Yeah, but, and I don't want to put other people that I'm with having a good time what, to what, have what? to watch me. You know, obviously we're all watching each other, but, you know, and, and Car- safety. Carlos you know, we mess a- around a lot, but like I'll say, when we're, when we're gator hunting, Bill runs a tight, tight ship, ship. Oh, basically. Yes, sir. You know, and, and safety's the number one thing. That bang stick doesn't come out until – it's time to use it. The, there's a hook on deck. Cut it off. Put it in the bucket. Put it away. Same thing. You got. You, you're out there. You got to wear a PFD. Even people that know how to swim, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, well, it it's doesn't just take. A precaution. I mean, it only. It's like what we're saying is, is it only takes a second. Hit a cypress stump with that boat. Yeah. You get knocked in the head, and then what do you do? But I mean, well, that's. Or, it, or or when I did the tournament, sometimes there's a guy fishing. In the back of the boat, and the guy in the front of the boat moves the trolling motor or runs into something, or when they I mean, go to take how, off, how you many fly pe- out of the boat. Yeah, I say, how many guys sitting here at this table fell out of a boat? How I many, got ejected how out many, of a boat. How many times? I have You've been hitting the head yeah. with a cooler, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, but I didn't leave the boat that time. <laughs> I, 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 I was in the boat. I haven't yet because I pay I pay extra attention because I don't swim. Yeah. You know? But, but I turned around when I got ejected from a boat due to somebody hitting a a large object that does not move. Um, luckily, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> no, no. Luckily, I turned around. I was wearing a life jacket in that particular situation, and I turned around and I I went flying, landed in the water. It was at night, disoriented, but managed to to turn around, pop up, you know, get swum back to the boat. The worst part was trying to be pulled over the front of the airboat. And I'm like, quit trying to pull me back over the front of the airboat. Let me swim to the side. Okay, I I know who that was now. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense to me. I hope Glenn's having a good day today. But but (laughs) all laughing in that, I just recently, while I was up in Pennsylvania, I lost a family member, a cousin. He went out fishing early by himself, and he turned around and somehow ended up out of the boat. The boat was left in gear. Boat went off, left him in the water, and he unfortunately was not wearing a life jacket, and he unfortunately and it, drowned. It, and it was cold, too, And it right? was cold. Yeah. It was about 42 degrees. No kill switch? And, and well, if it was, it wasn't attached to him. Yeah. yeah. And and so he, they found him trying to get his heavy clothes off, you know, is how they found where he was trying to get out of the heavy jackets and that. And a lot of times when we're fishing or we're gatoring, we got a large number of people on the boat. And, and I I always know that if some if I haul over, somebody's going to be close by to be able to turn around and, and get ready. You and might get me, a snatch get me a I'll be the last one to jump in, but I'll, I'll have your back one yeah, way yeah. or the I'm going to hand you a harpoon or something. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to hand no, you a harpoon saying, or ready. something. You might feel a snatch hook coming yeah. from Carlos. Yep. But, but, you know, I'll, ga- I'll gaff him. And, and, and none of us wear one of those big, bulky, orange no. life jackets. But I really am looking at before this gator season, if I'm out, especially if I'm out by myself, um, to get one of those self-inflatables so that, they, that, that I am. They sell well, them, Stearns, Mustang. I, I have a Stearns, 
Actually, I have two sterns. I have one, you know, that I used when I did all the bass fishing tournaments, and then uh, and it, which I just refurbished actually, yeah, because it blew up in my garage after a few years. You know, just you know, they're not going to last forever. So yeah. I rearmed it. You know, I ordered it from Amazon. Well, it was in my house in two days, and then I got a camouflage one for duck hunting. You guys, know? and to tie it all together, and y'all sitting here with me, and me and you've been in the retail side of things before, safety harnesses. Yeah. How many times? And you can back me up because we've done shows together. How many times do you see those guys? And I say this all the time. You'll go out and you'll spend fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars on a bow package or a rifle package. You'll spend, you know, I, I got the one and done feeders over there that we sell three, four hundred dollars for a feeder. I mean, you'll go out and you'll spend the money on all this other stuff, but then as soon as somebody says, "Oh, safety harnesses for a hundred or two hundred bucks." They'll turn their nose up, and no, nah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not wasting my money. I mean, you know, to me, it's like that's the cheapest for somebody. Like with all the medical issues I've had, that's the cheapest insurance policy I've ever seen in well, my life. It, it's like these guys that have like a contender boat with two or three exactly three hundreds on the back, and they don't buy an EPIRB. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, for, if well, it's, for the, the problem people, with that is you know, most folks. Uh, they don't think it's worth it until you need it. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. It's only worth it yeah. on and the And when day you that need you... it, you don't have it. Right. It's like what I've said in the past. They'll spend $400, $500 on some Kenetrek boots or something like that. Yeah. But then they don't want to buy Altera stocks for 15 18 bucks. They don't want to buy a good pair of socks to go with it. Well, Match it up, you know? Well, and it's like you always say. It's just it, who was it I heard say it to me one time? It's like a first aid kit. You know, it's something that you you never you never want to use, but it's always nice to know that you have it. Oh no, no, a little burn cream or something like that. I can tell you. Oh yeah, burn cream. Let's a, talk about that. A first aid kit is priceless. Yeah. When I turned around, I I went and had my little accident with the Yeti cooler. First thing I did is, do we have anything to bandage me up with? George had one napkin wet <laughs> in his pocket, and and we've got we've me all been there. Up. I had to cut my pants leg off, you know, wrap it around my head, and then duct, not duct tape, electrical tape my head, you know, so everything's nice and tight. Which they use for the gator's jaws. Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the deal, we got all done, and, and later on we were cleaning out the boat. We remembered. We had the full first aid kit up there. <laughs> all, this stuff. all right, big boy. Come here. Let's change that out. <laughs> so. Wow. You that know. was it. It was okay though because you stopped the bleeding, so then you could go back with a first aid kit and the peroxide and actually boil it out. Oh <laughs> no, I I went I went to the hospital. <laughs> I ended up going to the hospital. Yeah, it happened at six something in the morning. Yeah, I didn't end up being at the hospital till afternoon. You know, because mm-hmm. you got to go have breakfast after gator hunting. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> Lord help. Yeah, you have to get the gator on ice. So, yeah. you know, there's priorities, Mike. There's I'm priorities. George, I mean, George is telling Bill, you can just hold on, man. You've been fine all this time. Let's go. Just stop. How many gators ice. did we catch? It, oh, wait. It, and and George kept wanting to go to the hospital, and it's like, okay, I probably look pretty bad, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, priorities. I you had, look, you we had like his a grandson. Pirate. You look like a pirate with scurvy. Yeah. Yep. You gotta say, you gotta <laughs> save it because when you walk in looking like that, you're definitely gonna get the VIP treatment. Oh no, sir! What seems to be bothering you today? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, blood coming down the face, pants leg wrapped around the head, something else might be pressing. I got a headache. I don't know.
So. Got a headache. Need some aspirin. All right, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live at Panavista Lodge. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Jonathan Swindle, Bill George. They're trying to figure out who else is going to – between between them stuffing their faces, I've got a choice between Mike, Carlos, and George is actually one of the, the Hibachi Kings wandered over here, and he's thinking about coming on air too. So, But we were talking about last break with uh, – you know, definitely, guys, make sure you have all your safety and all of your – you know, the, the, the things that you need and make sure that you have so that not only can you go enjoy the great outdoors that we are blessed and fortunate to live in, but make sure you can go home and see those folks that you're blessed and fortunate to be with. So, And watch them children out there in that water. Yes. Big time. Yes. It only takes a second. So, But since, since you're here to start things up, well, the, I was looking for Glenn. He w- he had wanted to talk about gator tags too. Michelle's all upset. There's a number of people upset they didn't get gator tags. Yeah, um, me, me, you, Carlos, me, me. Yeah, Glenn, George, Michelle had the best idea. From now on, Michelle George. Then she'll get them. She'll get them. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'll have to put in for them for her. But uh, you know, George's wife. He they got uh, Lake Walk in the water. That that's only two people get that, so that's going to be interesting. I was there. really lucky. Yeah, you know? I still I still say, like I said on the show last week, I wish that they would do it in a fashion of Hillsborough County gets this many tags, Polk County gets this many tags, this county gets this, Sumter County gets this many tags, and there is and there is some discussion about changing the way the tags are divvied up, and instead of just being it may even go even more regionalized than that. There may be a, um, you know, it may be a series of counties, kind of mm-hmm. like your deer management units mm-hmm. or, or something where it may be a little bit bigger of an area. Um, a lot of people, they, they want to get tags and, okay, you only have so many choices. And if you want, like, walking water, you got to burn two of your choices because there's only one permit available for two you know two choices each you know and so it's hard if you want to go hunt that or lake parker or some of these other lakes that that have very low numbers well and me and you argue about this all the time with lack up there at the woods with me trying to do to manage the properties and do stuff like that with the doe tags to me i mean if i go and buy doe tags and i go out there i mean People, where, are you, where are you buying these dough tags? Well, from? if I could, if I, wanna I could, know, I want to know where. <laughs> if I could buy, let me excuse me, let me rephrase that. If I could yeah. buy these dough tags to where, being a part of a management program, they give you a certain amount, but they don't know 
obviously the carrying capacity. What deer? How many deer do you have? On, how many deer are resident deer at your property? How many deer are passer throughs of your property? How many? I mean, and that's my biggest thing is is for so a lot you acknowledge of us, that you manage deer or or feed deer that are resident. It's like we said. I manage the property. I create the habitat, well, it, put the feed out, and it, do the it stuff like that. It depends also. It depends also, doesn't it, on how much acreage you have? Because you have a time, lot of acreage. They're well, resident and most deer. Of the time right. They, they do, only do two right. miles. Most maybe, of the time, two, what were we talking know? about it the other day? Most of the time, it's usually per hundred acres are going to give you a doe tag. Okay. For what you have, and but, but if you have over ten thousand acres, yeah. If you have over ten thousand acres enrolled in management programs, yeah. Okay. That and there is a strict mm-hmm. way that property is managed with conservation stuff, and that Carlos, quit worrying about the fly. Carlos is is more worried about a fly. That's bacon in there. That's like yeah. gold. I'm not but, saying nothing. I just tapped on the table. <laughs> but, you know, if you have more than 10,000 acres and you put it in a management program, you have to have a biologist. You have to have a management mm-hmm. plan. You are managing wildlife at 10,000 acres. Yeah. If you have 500 acres, 400 acres, you're not managing anything. No. You are just you're managing feeding the property. You're you're managing the property. And so you don't you're lucky you even get access to, to doe tags because why in, in some people's mind, why should I give you flexibility of having a doe tag? What what makes you being a landowner special? Why why shouldn't I be able to get that as a public person? Right. You should. But I I'm a land but I'm a my, landowner that says that too though. But a lot of them I hunt green swamp a lot. How many doe tags do you think they give for green swamp? Uh, don't get me started. How many? Zero. Don't get me started. Zero. Across the street, Carrying. green swamp west, you get doe permits. Across the street. Isn't that sad? I, okay. will, I will argue this, and you can put any biologist, and I'm a high school educated idiot, and I don't mind admitting that, but you can put any biologist in front of me, and I will tell them, because I've seen it with my own two eyes firsthand where we're at, we went in there and we started shooting, utilizing the doe days and archery season and all that. We went on to our property in certain areas and started taking out a larger number of does. And within three to four years, you could see the change from you go in there and you take a doe out on doe day that might weigh 60, 80 pounds. And the sad part is, is not only is that, you see that 60 to 80 pound doe and she's carrying a fawn next to her that's rat size. And we went in and started. Florida. But I'm saying, though, we went in and did that and he's been up there and all that. I mean, I'm not bragging or anything, but the deer we have walking around, most of my does, breeding does that I have walking around up there are... 90, 100, 110, 120 pounds. Well, that's because you're always giving them their minerals, their vitamins. I've never well, seen anybody so he, involved in giving these animals all their vitamins every morning. We'd get up and run out there to them feeders, and he'd make sure he'd dump that gallon of. Uh, well, but it's and it's just the it's it's the habitat working on the habitat, you know, creating. I have people that come up there and look at me and laugh, and we've talked about this because of your piece of property that you got. I have people that come up there and laugh at me because there's certain areas I've got the briars and everything else that we fertilize them and we spray them and all that because it's natural browse for the deer and with the antioxidants and everything else that it helps, you know. It's just, well, I'm sorry, stuff like that just gets for, me. For me, I don't care 
if the other public lands do not have the deer density, yeah. I think that a deer allocation as far as the number of doe tags should be made available mm-hmm. at the same rate as they make it available to a private landholder. Yes. Okay. Um, if, if, if the lands cannot sustain that, yes. there's, there's places uh, like over there across on the other side of Kim Simi, um, well, three lakes, wildlife oh, management Lord, area. Yes. Okay. You can't even take a doe in mm-hmm. archery season. They shut down does even in archery season, but the landowner that's adjoining the management area gets buku number of doe tags. Yeah. Okay, That how does that make sense that you have two pieces of property adjoining each other, you can have zero access to the well, public, well, actually, but on they, private, they, they have, get loaded. They have prairie lakes inside of three lakes, the, yeah. the, and not, then the properties surrounding. Not, not to defend the guy that's next door, though, but I know there's a lot of those big trailers that get pulled out there to feed them cattle that the deer yeah, benefit but, from. But too. nonetheless, those deer are I not know. staying on the property. Exactly. They're running over there to the other place. Well, it, Zero is not and the see, right answer. And that see, and that's to me, it's like we and you've joked about this a hundred times before. To me, that's the disconnect between the public land guy and the private land guy is everybody thinks that all the private land people I don't control like we've said before on the show. I don't I manage my property. I can't control the deer, I can't control where they go, I can't control none of that. And I'm the first person and if I ever don't do this, y'all all have permission to smack me. But I'm the first person, if my neighbor shoots a nice buck that I've got on camera or something like that, I'm always one of those people that's like, that likes to walk up to him and say, hey, man, good job. You know, because to me, that's – but in defense of the private land guy. I always love it that the private land guy gets kicked in the teeth for – How do you get kicked in the teeth? You get kicked – you pay – I pay for some Uh-oh. of the abuse that I get. How, I mean, how literally. How do you pay for it? I – <laughs> Jonathan, you no, 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 no. He's not a. How what much private just, land do you own? No, uh, I may got, I may got an acre. Okay, <laughs> no. But what I mean by I pay for the abuse is, is everybody gets after the private land guys, but how are a, they getting after them? That like what you just said that the private land guys are getting all this, that, and the other, and all no, that. They're done getting perks, but yeah, they're getting perks. But there's perks. a lot of times that the private land guys are. And I'm asking, putting a lot of dollars example. in. They're putting a lot of dollars in in food plots and improving the habitat and doing a lot of other things that, unfortunately, there's people in the state that run work for the state that apparently don't give a crap about doing. I mean, that's just the way I feel well, about it. And there should be more of that in our public lands. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we call them wildlife management areas. Yes, sir. But they're not being managed. They're just being um Fenced. Yeah. They manage the fences around them. Yeah. They manage who can get in and out of them. Um, but when it comes to wildlife management, the majority of them, they don't do a lot of that. Exactly. Well, we got to take a break real quick. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford at Panta Vista Lodge. Come see us. Welcome back. 
being wild outdoors. Jonathan Swindle, Carlos Lopez, Bill George, real quick. At Panda Vista at Lodge. At Panda Vista Lodge for the Panfish Challenge. Real quick, let me get some business out of the way. Uh, re, the recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman's Expo returns to the RP Funding Center in Lakeland July 23rd through the 25th. Don't miss the latest in hunting and fishing products and outdoor enthusiasts. Save in advance. And I'm not sure exactly, but they're supposed to go, I believe, on sale this week at O'Reilly Auto Parts is going to be one of the places that you can get your tickets. Tickets in advance. And Good we and, and, and talking with the other one of the other boss ladies from the Open Season Expo, we were going to have some tickets to give away starting next week. Oh, nice. All right. Nice. It, that so, and uh, so that is when July twenty third through the twenty fifth, the and we'll, and we'll be broadcasting live the twenty fourth. Yes, we will be. The, yes, we will be broadcasting live from there on the twenty fourth, and the weekend prior to that, I, Bill George, am going to be working on giving a seminar on at, alligator hunting at G five, uh, over there in uh, Sefner area. Is that set in stone? It yes. Uh, and it's funny because everything was clear on that date, and now George has a 50th birthday party. He has to sneak out early, too, and some other things. But, yes, we have, uh, between Chief Hive, Dylan, and Bill Glisson over there, and myself, we've agreed well, on July 17th we're going to start Let's face uh, it, really pushing that out there. You're the mouthpiece of GMB Gator. Yeah, Gator. yeah. Well, George, <laughs> listen. Yeah, George, George is a chatterbox. Everybody knows right. he's a chatterbox. Listen, I, I may be the one that's out there speaking a lot. George talks he's a lot. He's the power behind one, the throne. Yes, he, he takes care of all the little stuff that that makes it all work. He picks up all the slack. George, yeah, Bill, George, you know. I, I point, yeah. I point, George turns around and, and takes care of handing it to me or doing whatever we need to get done. George, George um, is crowd control. George, George is your double G, <laughs> he, God love him. He, he, yeah. may not, he may not be the most vocal right. person out there in public, but uh, – Once does, you get he, to know him. Yeah, so in, when you get him in the right setting or, or something, he will give you some really good advice. <clears> George, George has put up with me on the boat doing alligators for a very long time. Yes. Well, yeah, I would have yeah. thrown you overboard by now. Yeah. Well, but, <clears throat> well, but right now today we're sitting here at beautiful Panavista Vista Lodge. We're at the Panfish Challenge. And for most of you that know, we'll run down real quick for y'all that show up out here. We've got uh, first place is going to take home $500. Second place is $300. Heaviest 12 panfish. Heaviest 12 panfish. Third is 200 Fourth is 100 Fifth is 50 we got $100 for biggest, heaviest bluegill and $100 for heaviest shellcracker. And something that we're doing in honor of uh, Glenn Gonzalez, Double G, we're doing the uh, Double G fill-up, and that's a $100 raffle or $100 drawing. If you turn in a weight card, we are going to put everybody's name into the hat, and you've got a chance for a drawing to win $100. To fill up your gas or your belly, whatever you That's, want. Well, like I said, the belly, the belly part of it, I can already see pops, and the as we're gonna nickname him now and get him another shirt that says that the uh, Hibachi King George over there, that all that work he did on the Blackstone earlier, they're over there getting the sausages and everything ready. So, oh well, yeah, they're they're on the sausages. They got a tray full of sausages done. We got hot dogs, chips, it, it, and it drinks. was funny because yesterday I told one of the ladies, you know, they said. 
about what we're going to have. I said, yeah, we got some Uncle John's fried sausages over there, and uh, uh, we got some hot dogs, and I said, a.k.a. tube steak, and she looked at me like, <laughs> <laughs> what did we talk about in the show meeting the other day? Come on now. Tube steak. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Okay. Stop. But this is, this is the 7th Annual Panfish Challenge, and it is to benefit Everyday Blessings. Uh, South Sumter FFA and Lake Panasofsky Elementary School are just some of the places that we help out with this deal. Uh, it's $35 to enter. If you don't feel like fishing, come out because there's a beautiful tent set up over there with a lot of cool raffle prizes and silent auction. I, and I, I went over there and outbid Mike on a couple yep. of those silent well, auctions. He I mean, already got me. Those, those it's it's not over yet. It ends at one. Yeah, yeah there's barbecue, <laughs> barbecue grills, one-and-done feeders, coolers. There's custom-made knives, Costa stuff. There's libations. You know, in in these baskets, there's wreaths. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff there. The bat. See, that was one thing I was want to talk about real quick. We didn't get a chance to. Kelly was on here. You know, I'm not the gift basket type person, but there's a lot of cool baskets over there. Yeah, there yeah, is. they put some thought into those today. Yep, yep. So. You may not be a gift basket person, well, but you can. I'm thinking about becoming a gift basket well, look, person because, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of stuff. They're like the baskets are, it's, you know. Oh, there's chainsaws, bicycles. I mean, you know, the, there's a weed, weed eaters, whacker, weed eater. I mean, there's all sorts stuff of cool stuff. Weber man. grills. Yep. So There's even plants over there. There, I know, and I laugh, and I say this with us coming back from the beach, there's a fold-up wagon. Yes. That my mother was so gracious to get me and my wife and my sister and her husband and all of us with her QVC addiction that she has. We yeah. She purchased some of those for us. And it's one of those that you kind of look at it like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. That is one of the most useful things in the world when you go to the beach. Now, or, Jonathan, did you, did you go lay out on the beach? Is What's the color of my head? Hey. hey. I don't look like yeah, a gobbler whoa, whoa, whoa. turkey for no Quick reason. Quick question. Did you see any reportings of beach whales? <laughs> <laughs> FWC had an alert out there. Looking, All hey. hands on deck. Help put it back. Hey. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. Hey, there was a killer whale right there sitting on a chair the whole time, and I was loving every minute of it, so I don't even care. No, it – for me, I'm not a beachy person. I love I love the strip. I love all the t-shirt shops, the ice cream shops, the restaurants along the beach. I love all that. I lo I don't mind staying in the hotels or the the what whatever you call hotel motels, um, houses on the beach. I don't mind being out on the water. That sandy place that's in between the two. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of that. But where they go stay, that that is some of the most beautiful beautiful beaches and i had fit it is, i got the, we walked waited out there in the water we were talking about it earlier and i waited out about waist deep i was getting hit in the legs by sheep's head by a little snook by mangroves oh no no you couldn't have been oh yeah it's, uh, no no yeah, no, 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 no it's still suffering it. so bad down that way you can't we <laughs> there can't did it again they can't be so thick that they're running into you <laughs> okay sorry not to steal your tagline mr o'reilly but this is the no spin zone here so you know believe me well. believe me when i look down and i see a school of them sitting there i'm like okay how are we going to work this out, boys? Well. <laughs> I'm going this way, and y'all are going this way. 
Well, so, two more well, hours left in the tournament or the Joe, challenge. No, you know, no, right? no. It's one o'clock. One o'clock. Oh, one o'clock. Yes. Wow. Yes. But they have Don't, to be in by twelve. No. But I thought the raffle thing ends at one. Maybe mm. it does. Better go hurry up and find out. Oh, I'm on. Uh, no. I ain't leaving till I win. Maybe you should go now and go take a How ride. And go like I said in the first, uh, was the first hour. How bad do you want that tequila basket? But. I want the tequila basket, the one and done feeder for my dock. See, I and then I just saw early times basket full of uh, lottery tickets. I mean, like you said, they did an awesome job on these yeah. baskets. Yeah, but yeah, I, I turn around. I'll, I'll see what you do. There's a couple items in there I I'm interested in and and whatnot. We'll we'll see. Well, play uh, the game with Mike. See, I've got a few. There's a I, we were nice enough like you guys were to donate something, and then Kelly they did an awesome job for all the sponsors. And we got a nice little envelope with some tickets in it. So let's just say that there there might be an item or two that I might go put some tickets in for the first time and see if my luck's finally come back. So well, I'm looking but, forward to seeing the kids come in. That's yeah, always yeah. my favorite thing. Yes, and and weighing the watching those kids come in and weigh yep. weigh their fish. You know, I I know a lot. This is all about the kids and. Yeah. Having it's a good stiff. time getting kids out there. There's a lot of them out there. Help, helping the kids at Everyday Blessings, you know, still, still, children's home. That still brings the biggest smile to my face to watch like we were just talking about earlier. And every year it still gets me to the cores to watch yeah. those kids getting the bait bucket and getting the rod and reel and having that look on their face of, okay, do I – like we said earlier, it's like they want to look at you and say, okay, do I take off running or what? Yeah, <laughs> Am yeah. I supposed to keep this? And they're having trouble because they want to check what's inside the bucket, but they're holding the rod with yeah. one hand, the bucket, and yeah, the other. But, but then, you know, now they'll come in and weigh in, and then we get to watch everybody enjoy the food, you know, yeah. the food. And Well, I, I turn around. I, I want to go back and circle back. I truly do miss Glenn Gonzalez being here and, and missing him. Setting up today was kind of weird. You know, he always set it up. He always took care of us out here, yep. made sure it was good for us to just good come job, on by in the way. and do that. Um, and also, uh, believe it or not, missing missing Braden. Braden. You yeah. know, yeah. usually usually I'm out yeah. running, doing all kinds of other stuff, and he, he once again totes the load here on the show. Well, we, and, a, we actually had to have five people yeah. here today. Oh, he's <laughs> the Iron Man. <laughs> So, He's the headliner. Yeah, you of the big show. lug. We know you're listening. Yeah. So uh, hope hope you're out there actually enjoying a family vacation with the kids, and hope everybody's doing good. Very well deserved. Hope hopefully you come back with a, a good story about you know how you visited a state where you could actually keep a plentiful <laughs> amount of fish. Stop it. Um, you know, awesome. And it's True Father's story. Day True weekend. Story. Father's Day weekend. Enjoy your time. We with haven't the kids. said that. Happy Father's Day yep. to all the fathers hey, out yep. there. And, uh, happy Father's Day. Dad and some Gummit, of you that don't know it yet, happy Father's Day. Dad Gummit, all <laughs> we want is one day and the big piece of chicken. So, there you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, all, and all the moms that double as fathers. Yes. Same yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, Lord knows. That, and that's the sad part about it is, and that's something that we definitely, you know, like we said, guys, just, you got plenty of time. Get out here. We're we're here here pretty much all day. This is an all day affair. Get out here, bring the kids, bring the family, granddaddies, daddies, Father's Day weekend, mama. Like we just said, the mom, the mamas that are daddies and all that stuff. Y'all come on out here too. We will have fun with everybody. So get out here and if you don't fish, 
you know. Just hang out. Come but, come, come, chill out with us. And, yeah. and I tell you, it was good to have Glenn back on the show. Yes. Um, yep. He, he, I keep harassing him. He needs we to come on We reached into the in. Hall of Fame. And, yep. and, and you got Kelly to come on, and we got Glenn to come on back on, and, and we need him to come in and get some of that out there. I really appreciate Carlos and Mike coming out, helping out. Uh, we still got a lot Thank of work to do. Thank you for everything that you did, too. Yeah. So we still got a lot awesome. of work to do, but and I didn't burn it. the show down. Yes, and and, and later. Talk to y'all next week. We got then. a minute. <laughs> All right, guys. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford at Panta Vista Lodge. Come out and see us today, and we will catch you next week. Take care, guys. Bye bye.